0: The magic is back. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is once again directed by David Yates. It was written by J.K. Rowling and Steve Cloves, and stars Eddie Redmayne, Jude Law, Matt Nicholson, Ezra Miller, Dan Floger, Alison Sudol, Callum Turner, Jessica Williams, and Richard Coyle. In an effort to thwart Grindelwald's plans of raising pure-blood wizards to rule over all non-magical beings, Albus Dumbledore enlists his former student, Newt Commander, who agrees to help, though he's unaware of the dangers that lie ahead. Lines are drawn as love and loyalty are tested, even among the truest friends and family, in an increasingly divided wizarding world. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning to another movie review and today I'm of course going to be discussing Fantastic Beasts The Secrets of Dumbledore, the third film in the Fantastic Beasts franchise and the 11th film in this Harry Potter saga or Wizarding World universe and this may come as a surprise too because I don't think I've ever talked about this franchise on this platform for reasons and that is that I'm actually a big fan of this franchise. I've been watching these movies since I was a little child and have enjoyed them for a very long time. And when I was a kid, I was obsessed with these movies. I've loved this franchise for the longest time, but for whatever reason, I feel like I've kind of fallen out of love with it over the past few years. Probably because I was really frustrated with the last movie and I was also just getting really frustrated by the controversy that was surrounding this franchise and because of that i've definitely kind of distanced myself from it as i've started this platform but with a new movie coming out i decided to rewatch the franchise and i instantly fell back in love with it and ex- understood exactly why this franchise meant so much to me as a child so obviously as someone who does love this franchise and has been watching it for a very long time i am going to be biased to every biased to every single one of these movies and that's just something that you're going to have to deal with going forward in this review and if you don't trust my opinion well this one might be the only, this one might be the only time that that's valid because I am pretty biased when, when it comes to these movies and I, I generally always like them on first watch even Crimes of Grindelwald I found a lot of enjoyment on on first watch it was definitely on rewatches that I've liked it less and less, and it's become a film that I've kind of hated now. So it may happen with this movie, although I don't really see it, considering I feel like my way I discuss movies have really, you know, improved over time, at least I think so. And with that said, let's not waste any more time and get right into this review. This is going to be a spoiler-free review, so don't worry if you haven't seen the movie yet. Now, I actually have tons to say about this movie, so I'm really going to try to streamline it as much as I can, As this movie tried to do. But I think the best compliment I can give this movie is that unlike the last film, the series feels fun and exciting again. This contains an exciting adventure that's new to the Wizarding World and something I didn't expect and I really appreciate it. I think the trailers actually do a really good job of hiding really what the main plot is about. Although generally it is about trying to stop Grindelwald. There is more to it, and the trailers actually do a great job of hiding. And speaking of the trailers, I actually did really like the trailers for this movie, and I think the movie delivers exactly pretty much what it promises you. This is a fun movie. It's not great. it's a fun movie, and I think at this point in the franchise, I will take a solid, you know, wizarding adventure. And I think the main reason for the magic feeling returning is the return of Steve Clubs. In on writing duties, the previous two films were written solely by J.K. Rowling while Steve Clubs adapted, I think, seven out of the eight Harry Potter films. And with this one, I feel like you could really feel the wonder and magic return. And I really, really appreciated that. And actually, a lot of that is due to the writing and what he did. If, If this movie feels a lot more streamlined, and I'll talk about this again a bit later, this movie definitely does feel the most focused out of these movies. And I think that it, they really needed that with this one. I feel like Steve Clubs really knows how to streamline a pretty dense narrative at, you know, at, you know, at its core. And this is by far the most focused story and best balance of tone we've had of these three fantastic Beast movies. And that's so great to see. And actually a big part of the magic is the score by James Newton Howard. Because he is on top form here and he has never been the problem. With these last few Harry Potter movies. And he delivers a great score once again. And I talked about the focus story. And the better balance of tone. But I think something that I was really impressed with this movie about. Is that it actually find a great balance. Between course correction. And telling a story that feels like a natural continuation. From the last. And what I mean by that is that. There's a few twists and reveals in the previous movie. That some people clearly were not happy with. That kind of made no sense. This movie does a few things to rectify. And explain some of them. But it never sacrifices its main story and target point to do that. I think the movie that I was worried that I would have to compare this to before my review was Rise of Skywalker because that's something that that, defi- that movie definitely fell into of trying to course correct too much to where you have a very silly and unnecessarily over-the-top main story. This movie never does that. and I was actually very impressed with the balance they were able to find in that way. And also, I think part of the entertainment value that's come from these movies is the very solid set of characters now, there's something I'd like to mention that's almost there's in this this movie almost has no lead like in many ways, this is Dumbledore's movie. he's on the title, but I still feel like he might get less screen time than some of the quote unquote supporting characters and even like Mute's Commander, I heard before this movie that he had a reduced role, and while I say he might have less screen time. He still feels like the character we're viewing the movie through. He still feels like the POV character. So in many ways, he is still the protagonist. But I'll get to him in a little bit. Let's talk about first Mads Mikkelsen as Grindelwald. And I think it's fair to say that he should have just been Grindelwald all along. I remember fan castings back like six years ago, wanting Mads Mikkelsen to play Grindelwald. And I can absolutely see why. He brings such a soothing, quiet, you know, energy But just demands your, pr- your attention every time he's on screen, which is something that I don't think Johnny Depp quite captured with the previous movies. Now, is it unfortunate the way Matt Nicholson has been brought on the franchise? Yes, but I think he is definitely a better pick for the role than Johnny Depp. So, this is almost an. So, I think that I'm actually really happy that they brought him. And as soon as they announced him, I knew I was going to love him because Matt Nicholson is one of my favorite actors and he delivered exactly what I wanted from Grindelwald. Jude Law is once again great as Albus Dumbledore. He was by far one of the best parts of the previous movie, if not the best part. And we finally see the layers peeled back on his character, diving deep into his relationship with Grindelwald. And he has a great back and forth with Mads Michelson. And actually really wish, and we finally really wish we got more of them on screen together because when they are, you feel the history and they finally delve deep into it. In this movie, obviously, it's titled "Secrets of Dumbledore," and we do delve into a few of his secrets right from the opening sequence, which I was really impressed with. And we also have some really fun supporting cast members. This movie introduces Jessica Williams as Lally, and I thought she was a really great new character. She's definitely definitely has like a very over the top nature about her character. She's very jokey, very sarcastic, and I really enjoyed her back and forth, especially with Dan Flo- Dan Fogler's. Jacob Kowalski who's been also by far one of the best things about the series then we get to Newt's Commander, and he takes more of a leader role in this movie which I didn't expect and I really felt like he came into his own here and I feel like he's better than he's ever been I should also preface by saying that I actually love the character of Newt Commander. again as a kid I kind of always assumed he was just kind of the zookeeper which is kind of what he is in these movies but this, these movies have kind of forced him into being the protagonist and I actually loved Eddie Redmayne as him from the first scene of the first movie because I just loved his quirkiness and charm. This movie contained all of that, but brings a new confident hero-like, almost way of acting to his character that I really appreciated. And I think this is, and I think this is a character who's actually shown more growth and development than Harry Potter showed in the first three movies of his franchise, which I'm gonna get so much hate for saying, but I'm going to be 100% honest. That is just something I noticed. You can tell he's really changed. And while this movie isn't able to go into his romantic relationship, I guess you could say with Tina, I do think on his own and his relationship with his brother and his friendship with Jacob and some of the new characters and his almost father son relationship with Dumbledore in a way, which kind of feels more equal this time around. We were able to explore so much more with him. And I loved him in this movie. And even though I said, I think I, he does definitely get a reduced screen time from the past few movies. Whenever he is on screen, something just feels different. And I feel like he has this, he definitely feels different as a character. And I think he, it will be a lot easier for a lot of audience members to, gr- to grab onto him this time around if you didn't like him in the previous movies. I can't see it from that perspective. I loved him in the previous movies and I loved him in this movie even more. And if we do continue, I still do want to see him part of this franchise. This movie also has some very creative use of magical elements in the franchise. There's some very cool Western-style wizard duels, which I didn't see coming. But mainly, this is kind of a wizarding heist film, or like kind of a spy film with like political elements in it, which I'm not going to go into because it hasn't been shown in the trailers. But I didn't expect that, and I really appreciated that we have a unique feeling tale in the wizarding world. And what I liked most is that by the end, I felt like there was kind of a solid, emotional enough wrap up that, you know, isn't going to put you in tears or anything. But I felt like it did show to me that I have actually grown to like the characters in this franchise, at least most of them, quite a lot, to where I did care what would happen to them by the end of this movie, which I didn't expect. And I think the movie did a good job of delving into that as much as it could. But it also leaves room for more, which is something I'll also talk about later And I think the last thing I'll say about this movie is I think this movie finds the best way of blending the beasts with the rise of Grindelwald. With the previous movies, it always felt like whenever we cut to the cute magical creature scene, like it kind of felt like a detour. With this movie, they find a way to actually tie the two different parts of this franchise together, and I really appreciated that. So I've praised this movie quite a lot. So now let's get into the negatives. And I think overall the biggest problem with this franchise is I just feel like the the storytelling is still kind of messy now I did mention that the 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 central narrative is much more streamlined there's definitely less detours definitely much less subplot but I still feel like it jumps around a bit too much and the storytelling still feels a bit sporadic which is something that I never found with the Harry Potter movies and something that I did definitely notice with this movie in particular And I think some scenes go on way too long. Like, you know, for example, um, some scenes involving some of Newt's creatures. One in particular when they're kind of in a dungeon of sorts without getting spoilers. There's a few of them where the creatures are on their own that I felt like went on a bit too long. Even though I thought this was a good runtime, the problem is it does mean that a few characters do get shortchanged. Especially... Queenie. Now, if you liked Queenie in the previous movies, which I think she was a fun character and ever one of my favorites, she doesn't get as much development in this movie around. And but the movie still tries to do a lot with her in a really weird way. And I didn't feel like they built it up in a way that left me satisfied by the end personally. And the other I think is Credence. Now, Credence technically does still have big moments in this movie. He's just not as important to the actual narrative and they kind of find this very roundabout way of actually making him integral to the final act that didn't really make any sense. Some of the biggest reveals of the movie are surrounding Credence, but he never feels like the center of attention. I don't know if that's because Ezra Miller just doesn't have the most commanding presence because he definitely doesn't, or it's the writing just not being as interesting interested in him anymore, and I feel like it was kind of an afterthought, and I honestly wouldn't have minded if they just wrapped up his story in the previous movie, even tried to wrap it up here, but it still feels like they left room for more, which I thought was a strange choice because I didn't feel like it was that interesting in this movie. And there are also characters that are missing from the previous movie. I won't say which ones in case you don't know, but some characters don't appear in this movie that were in the last, even though they were kind of set up to. And that's what I have to say about that. And I think the other thing I'll complain about, which was a big problem for me, was the pacing and the structuring of the movie. The movie definitely kicks off, and it's pretty clunky, but this is something that I 100% expected, so I'm not going to fault the movie for this, even though it technically should be a flaw. It starts off pretty clunky trying to, trying to like bring you back into the story. And I completely understand that it was hard going off the previous movie because it kind of, in a weird way, wrote themselves into a corner. So I'm not going to criticize the movie for that. I think my main problem is that towards the end of the second act, it really loses steam. It feels like it has to do a lot to build back up the momentum. And it kind of felt awkward in that way. And I think that's part of because the beginning of the second act and the end of the first act is paced so quickly. And the ending is, like, very fun and exciting that I just felt like it didn't feel quite right in that way. And the last thing I'll say, which is kind of a mixed bag for me, is that I think the movie doesn't make it very clear whether this is the ending of the franchise or not. It's left very open-ended while still being a satisfying conclusion enough for the characters that we've known from the first film when it feels like some of the characters we've just been introduced to like in a weird way Dumbledore there's still more to tell but we don't know if we're going to get that because Warner Brothers is waiting for the financial results of this movie to see whether to green light a fourth and fifth film it does feel like there's more to tell and that's all I'll leave at and I actually do have one more negative really quickly in that I feel like some of the characters kind of forget they have abilities and I get it's hard to make stakes in a magical world but there were so many sequences where characters could just do some magic and all the problems would have been solved and I was really frustrated by that multiple times particularly in the third act even though I really enjoyed it there were moments that felt like there was a lot of tension for no reason and it didn't really feel quite right but other than that I actually found this to be a really fun movie and that's pretty much where my criticisms end. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is a very solid return to form for the Harry Potter franchise. The series feels fun again, and the film finds a surprisingly great balance between course correction and telling the story that is the natural continuation from the previous film. Mads Mikkelsen should have been Grindelwald all along, and his relationship with Dumbledore finally has its layers peeled back. The movie even introduces a new great character in Lally and gives Newt's commander a much more full character arc, which is really great to see. And I appreciated this was a unique feeling wizarding world adventure with political and spy thriller elements that I really didn't expect. And this movie also finds a great balance of tone and blending the beasts with the rise of Grindelwald. However, I will say that this movie is, can be very sporadic in its storytelling and I felt like the pacing was a bit off heading into the third act. But once it picks, picks itself back up again, It's an exciting, fun ride and a satisfying movie for all Harry Potter fans. I'm going to give Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, a B. And if you're a Harry Potter fan, I do recommend you go check this thing out in theaters whenever you get the chance. If you're not a fan of Harry Potter and you really didn't like the last movie and you really don't have any interest, I recommend you rent this one when it comes to digital. But if you're a fan of Harry Potter, I do recommend you go check this one out in the theater. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.